Empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Coming out of my pores. That's all we do here. Is we just just dropping bombs. I don't know the slang. Oozing <laughs> out of our nostrils. It's just effervescent, pure excellence at a high. I don't know. At a high rate of. I don't know. <laughs> at a slow rate of speed. And I, I gotta sit down for a while. I can't. I can't be running around the block. That's that's a young man's game. Oh, it has been a long week, man. And there's kind of news, but everybody's talking about it. And I don't feel like talking about what everybody talks about. We've already talked about Sterling Sharp for the last year, about him being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, he Aaron should Rodgers yeah. got a tattoo. whoop de do. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, good. Let him. Like, Go ahead. I like the guys that are trying to break it down. Does this mean he hates his coaches? Wait a second. Why is there a lion on there? Is he going to be traded to the Lions? Y'all are some fucked up people. You need to smoke a joint and relax. R -E Everybody, just relax. But the offseason off is the time to overreact to every single little uh, bit of everything because there's nothing to talk about. But let me, you know. I have an announcement. What's that? I have officially thrown my hat in the ring to play backup safety for the Green Bay Packers. I'm just, I'm making myself available. I I mean, I got to, I, I, I'm in shape. Potato is a shape. I'm in shape and uh, I'm ready to go. I got a lot of experience, a lot of miles on these tires, right? But, you know, just throwing it out there. Mark Murphy, I know you listen all the time and, you're thinking, oh, I wonder what Matt's up to this summer. All right, I could be there. I could, I, I play for tickets. I guarantee you this. It would be like an epic, like one of those Russian dash cam crashes, the first hit. And I, I think I'd probably be totaled. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, we talked about this before. Remember the whole me tackling? Who were you going to tackle again? Was it A.J. Dillon? It was like, no, it was like Kalen Hill or somebody. I can't remember who. I can't even remember who, but. Oh, no, I was going to take a punt return. Or a kickoff return down. And it was Rashawn Gary. No, no, no. I challenged Rashawn Gary to attack. Was it Rashawn Gary? It was Rashawn. It, it was. was somebody crazy that I just thought, oh, my God, he's going to hurt. He's going to hit you so hard. Your wife's going to be hurt. It's okay. 
I could take it. I'd pop right back up, buddy. Boop. I had, do you ever have these people? They're like neighborhood sheriffs and you'll be doing something in your yard or you'll be, and then all of a sudden somebody walks up, well, you really can't be doing that. You know, this is the uh, city bylaw XF uh, 21-324 actually was passed in 1986. I know this because I am 400 years old and uh, you can't have your trees trimmed. You ever, you ever got this guy? You ever seen this guy? I had one in our first house. The neighbor on the left was like that but he was yeah he was old and he would always complain about because you know i plant trees and he's like that's on my property line blah blah actually i still the guy behind me is an asshole my my back door neighbor is a fucking asshole that guy it just the front of his house is really nice it's all fixed up but they're kind of fixing the back of it but in the years that we've lived here which has been almost a decade yeah the back is not painted it's all peeling. It looks like shit. He covered a window with like concrete and stucco or whatever to cover it up. The yard has no grass, just has mounds of weeds that go halfway up. Right. And what I've dedicated my life to do in my backyard is literally cover up all of my neighbors. Like I've got trees. Yeah. Like you can barely see his house. You know what makes good neighbors? Good fences. Well, and I have a, a nice fence and, he actually leaned over the wall and he's like, your stuff's hanging onto my side of your property. You need to pay to get this cleaned up. And I was just like, okay. So I did that last year. I paid, you know, the, I just asked one of the yard workers for the other houses because the yard work, I do it because it's my therapy. It's my exercise. Yeah. So, Probably and what cost you 50 bucks or something? Yeah, it was a hundred bucks dude. To, Cause it was yeah. quite a bit, you know, we have, like oleanders and then we have a palo verde which is like a big old green tree and then a plum tree and it was hanging on there but because it'd been eight years and the dude never yeah. done anything. and he's like well i'm gonna start working on my yard i was like cool all right maybe i won't have an infestation of fucking mosquitoes because your yard's a fucking piece of trash yeah so i did it last maybe year maybe you'll increase the property value in yeah. the neighborhood by picking up your crack den so we did that last year and this year he leans over again. And he's like, I need you to clean up the yard again. And I said, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. And that's literally what I told him, but in Spanish. And he's like, well, I'm going to call. I was like, you call code enforcement. That's fine. Um, call um, code enforcement and let um, them know. And I'll let them know that last year I trimmed all the trees and everything's taken care of. And I really don't want to see the eyesore of a house that you have. Cause I'm sure that if you bring a code inspector over to your house, a lot of the shit that you have, isn't going to pass. So fuck off. And he literally looked at me, turned around and I've not heard or seen him since, but he tried so, to do that again. Fuck so, you. Dude. So there's a loophole that my, uh, my uncle, my uncle's an attorney and there's a bit of a loophole with these pile officers that he exposed to me because like we do a lot of snow clearing my mm -hmm. business. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you're looking for places to stack the snow, right? Just pile it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Try and get it up on someone's lawn or maybe they have an empty field across the street or something. You push it into the empty field. Right. And the city really doesn't care as long as I'm not blocking a road, blocking a sidewalk or somebody's entrance. Or a hydrant. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, I, you know, and, uh, one year we were doing this woman's property and we were pushing it right up onto this corner lot and the corner lot, the guy's house was like a quarter mile from the corner of this lot. Like it was, he was out there. 
but it was it was technically it wasn't even his property it would have been the city's property but apparently there's a loophole there's a there's a bylaw that says that i can't drag it across a city street when i move this snow i have to keep it on that side of the street okay. <clears throat> i didn't know about this and this guy calls me up ah, yeah my name's uh you know bylaw bill and uh, i work for the city and uh it looks i can clearly see it right here and i said well i'm not denying it i said i, I did that that's what i did and he goes uh and he goes, well, hey, you know, it's a $2,500 fine, blah, 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 Mr. Larson, blah, 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 And I said, you know what? I'm working right now. I said, give me about 10 minutes. What's your phone number? Let me call you back. And I called my I called my uncle. He's an attorney. And I said, what the hell? And he goes, this is what you do. You tell him that you're going to refuse and you're going to refute the ticket. He goes, and then what happens is, is this guy's actually got to go into court and prove that you did this. He goes, and then when you go to court, he goes, you know what's going to happen? And I go, what? He goes, you're going to pay the fine he's threatening you with anyway, but he loses a whole day of work. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm in. So apparently they don't get called. They don't get paid, you know, when they go into work. They only get, they, they go to court, they're there all day, but they only they get, get like one hour bucks. or something. Yeah, they're yeah, eight right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I called the guy back and I said, yeah. So I talked to my attorney. He goes, your attorney? And I said, yeah. And so my attorney tells me I'm supposed to say this to you. Yeah. So I'm refuting the ticket. That's not me. It never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. And then uh, I, I want to take this to court to a magistrate. And he goes, oh, Jesus. He goes, can you just not push the snow over there for me so I don't get another call? I said, no problem. He goes, okay, great. I said, take care. <laughs> He was like, oh, I got a big fish on the line. And the line, and the fish was like, hold on, I got an attorney. <laughs> that's, that is a very good out. We do that. Um, that. That's how people get out of speeding tickets in the U.S. All you do is you pay a, an attorney to show up for you. You pay like 45 bucks. And what happens is on the day of the, the whatever, the hearing, right, for your speeding yeah. ticket, um, your attorney shows up for you and sits there all day with the 500 people that paid to get rid of their tickets. And he sits there. And if the police officer's there, then he just postpones it to another hearing. Cause you're not there. And he's like, I'm going to have to postpone. My client is not here. Yeah. And 99% of the times the police officers are not going to show up for a stupid yeah. ticket that they gave away three months ago. And eventually it gets dismissed because it didn't happen. Quote unquote. So it's just, the, it's those loopholes, those stupid little loopholes that. Yeah. Well, see, and there was a, there was a kid one time I was sitting outside of, uh, I was sitting outside of small claims court and uh, up here in Canada, like it's like small claims court and like minor, uh, you know, criminal offenses are, uh, you know, and I, I don't mean maybe minor, but no, but like, like you got drunk drivers and stuff, nonviolent crimes. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Nonviolent mm -hmm. crimes. So you got some drunk drivers or whatever. This kid is like uh, sitting there and he's talking to his attorney and the kid says, but if the cop doesn't show up, he goes, then that means like I, I get away scot-free. And the guy says, yeah, no, they got rid of that back in the nineties. He says, so what happens is, is they go with the cop statement. He goes, and unfortunately for you, this is the third time you've been caught DUI. He goes, so the judge gonna, is going to believe the cop and you're just going to go to jail. He goes, you need to plead guilty and throw yourself at the mercy of the court. And maybe you won't do jail time. He goes, but you're not getting your license back, son. Not for a very, very long time. Right? And I thought to myself, third time, right? And I was like, wow, this guy, he looks so young. 20 years old. 
20 years old, third time DUI. And I get it. Like, let, let me tell you, there's been times I have left a steakhouse and technically I was over. I mean, up here, the, the laws are so strict that if I drink half of a Miller Lite and drive in the next 20 minutes, I'm, I'm going to blow over. I'm going to be technically over. Now, they're not pulling people over and just going, blow, blow into this, right? No, they're, they're not like Nazis or somebody like that, right? Like they're, you know, they're not like the, the, the you know, the, the Costa Nostra. Come here, put your lips around this. They, if you're swerving back and forth or doing something erratic, then they're going to pull you over. And if they smell alcohol on your breath, they're going to go, what the fuck, right? Like, what are you doing? But uh, if it happens and you get caught one time, I, I get it. I, I wouldn't hold that against you, right? I mean, there was a couple of times maybe I should have been. I should have been. Caught. Oh, dude, I, there's a couple of times I should be dead, you know, and oh, I'm yeah. not trying to make light of it, but no. I've got a, okay, I've got a story for you. This is good. All well, right. Let me, let me, okay. Yeah, let me, let me just yours. Yeah, let's the do second it. One, yeah. The second one, you go, wow, that's real terrible luck. And you think to yourself, gosh, you would have thought after the first time you figured it out. The third one, all right, you dumb. Listen, you need to take the keys and throw them in the bush because you're not getting it. And how did he still have a license after three? That was my question. Well, no, the, the third time he didn't have a license. So the first time he got, he, he got caught DUI and he was driving while suspended. Right. And that's, that's how he got caught the second time driving while suspended from DUI. And now he's on the third time while driving while double suspended DUI. Like he didn't even have a license. Like the guy's like, listen, you're probably going to do some jail time here. He's going to have to, at that point, you're, that's premeditated, right? Like that wasn't like I made a mistake. No, that's, you knew exactly what you were fucking doing. You already fucked up and you fucked up again. Right. Your driver's license isn't, isn't a right. It's not a protected constitutional right. It's a privilege. And with that privilege, it, there's certain expectations that you need to meet to get that privilege. You have to have eyesight, Right. You gotta, you, you gotta be able to determine what a stop sign is, what red, yellow, and green means, how to make your car go 60 when the sign says 60. There's certain things you have to be able to, who goes first at a four-way? No one knows that. Don't lie to me when you person guys- The person to your right. Like, the person to your right. That. No, everybody goes, no, you, me, you, no. Uh, well, I'm going. That's what happens, right? For me, it's the person to the right. If I get there at the same time, I always let them go. You know what? In town, when I'm in town here, and it, everybody can go. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't care. When I'm in the city, as I'm as I'm rolling up to a stop, I am kind of looking, and I'm like, okay, so this guy's stopping. The other two are still are still pulling up. So he's gonna go. Then I go. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. And what usually happens is if somebody rolls through, gives you the finger. You just kind of <laughs> have to creep, right? Like when it's your turn, you yeah. creep a little bit, wait, and then you go. Yeah. Oh. All right, so bachelor party in uh -oh. Lake Havasu, um, which is in Arizona, okay. big lake. And yeah. I'm the boat guy. Like I, I grew up with a boat. I knew how. I know how to drive a boat. I know how to do everything with the boat. So under my liability, my license, I rent the boat for 15 guys, right? And I was nice. like, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to be the one who drives the boat. I'll take care of it. I'll do everything we need to do. So Perfect. what's awesome there is that lake, all the pontoon boats and all the party boats, every single one on the lake that anybody that's between like the age of 21 and basically I'd probably 
our age now, right? Like this was yeah. fucking 20 years ago. So for me, everybody was young, but I'm sure there was a bunch of fucking people our age on those things, but they, they would tie all the boats and create this giant island of just boats and party right in the middle of the lake, right? Yeah. And it gets to about 4.30, 5 o'clock, right? And it's time to go. And people start kind of unhooking. And we were kind of sort of in the middle of it, not so much on the edge. Yeah. Um, so it took time for everybody to kind of distribute. And right before we disconnected, and I had stopped, honestly, I stopped drinking probably about two hours before that. I was like, okay, I need to get us home, right? And I had the van. Yeah to get the passenger van, to get everybody back to the hotel where we were. So I was literally the designated driver. And so as we detach, a guy tells us, he's like, dude, just understand that on the water, it's the same rules as with driving. So it's, it's okay that you speed, but once you get to the no wake zone, make sure you have zero wake. I was yeah. like, yo, I know I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Right. Um, so we're going slow and everybody's drinking and partying. We have music and the grill's still going and we're just kind of taking our time going in. And then all of a sudden, one of my buddies decides that he wants to drive the boat because he was smashed. And I was like, dude, you're not driving the boat. So he gets in there and the second we hit it, he tries to gun it to like knock everybody back being an, an asshat. And as soon as he does that, we cross the no wake boo, police boat right behind us. And they ask us to slow down and they pull us over and they asked for everything. So I give him the information. He's like, but you weren't driving. I was like, no, sir. I'm the, he's like, why did you let him drive? I was like, well, he was just kind of pushing. He's like, well, that's, you know, it's yeah. he's like, we're going to hit your, but we're going to have to take him in, you know, cause he's drunk driving on the boat. So here's what he did, dude. And this is, so here's the tip. And I never knew this. So they take him onto the boat and he is, I'm talking hammer, dude. Can't even stand up. And of course, the you know, the boat, if you're on a boat and they're making you walk back and forth and do the floor, the cross, the, all the touch your nose, this like you're on a boat. It's already hard enough on flat land and now you're doing it here. So he was all over the place. And they're like, we're going to have to give you a breathalyzer and probably take you into jail. If you, if you blow over whatever point zero eight, you're done, right? Yeah. You're driving under the influence. And he's like, well, but he's the one that was driving. He's like, no, we saw you push him and whatever. So they put him on the, on the cop boat and they give him the little breathalyzer and they pop out the little, you know, the straw thing that you're supposed to blow yeah. in. And he grabs it and he blows as hard as he possibly can. He's like, and it, and it registers and it shows nothing. And the guy yeah. takes out the cartridge and puts it in and he's like, blow slowly. Did it again. Did it again. Five cartridges. They ran out of the cartridges. So they did not get him with anything. By the they still picked him up and took him to the police station. But by the time he got there and he blew, he was under the limit. So he paid like a hundred dollar, like it was like some sort of like fucking with no the wake fine. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, no, it's just like fucking with the justice system fine for a hundred yeah. bucks that he had to pay. But they made him go drive to Phoenix to pay it. They're like, no, you can't mail it in. You need to come in and pay it. So they made him drive all the way over there. But that was one thing he did. He's like, oh, dude, you either put pennies in your mouth. Like if you're going to get caught. And I was like, how the fuck do you know all this shit? But apparently when you put coins in your mouth, whatever the coins are in there. And you I heard it. that was a wise tale. No, so he told me that, and then I know this. I know this. I know this. I go listen when they pull that thing out. I go listen. I have a terrible gag reflex, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just start going. Ugh, ugh, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> and like blow on this, and I said, "Am I in jail already?" <laughs> oh. 
All right. You know what, you know what Cinderella said when she got to the ball? I don't want to know, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Terrible. Terrible. Oh. Don't do that to Cinderella. Oh. All right. Hold on. Let me. I've got something for you. All right. Okay. This is a question from Carla that she sent me. Um, and I guess it's a it's a semi mailbag question, but it was well, more of a save spot. this for Monday, though. Well, mailbag Monday. All right, Carla. What is this, Satchel Saturday? <laughs> it's a Patreon question. How about that? Oh, okay. Let's call it Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Patreon question for Carla. This is what happens when you actually pay to listen to the show. You will become popular. People will like you. Dogs will not run away. Go on. This is actually an interesting thing because I do believe that the Packers are going to make a move prior to the season oh, start. Couple of moves, I think. I think right. I think I think an edge rusher and I think a wide receiver. All right. So she said, guess who's on yeah. the block? Get guess who's a free agent right now and how do you feel about this? How would you feel if we brought back Brian Bulaga as a rotational offensive lineman? How much? It's a minimum, dude. It's probably a vet minimum at this point, Matt, because... But he never plays against Seattle, and he's always hurt. Yeah. So do it contingent upon games played. Whatever. Let, let's give him the $1 million with, like, $2 million in bonuses uh, from whatever. Uh, Are you out on Bulaga? Bulaga. Nah, he's done. He's done. Let's see. He had a great career with us, Iowa. He had a great career with us. And they kept getting hurt, Iowa. You sound right? like the the gold member, dude. <laughs> the what? Remember in uh, Austin Powers gold member when he would eat the he would save his fucking dry skin or scabs or whatever in that little thing. Oh yeah, that's tasty. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And then he'd always talk <laughs> and he'd talk under his breath and stupid shit under his breath Iowa. all the time. Yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Iowa. Okay. I agree with you. I would not bring him in either. Um, my, my cousin is a charger fan. And when they sent, I was like, good luck. He's going to play two games for you. And I think he yeah. played maybe in years or three years, maybe four or five games. And he was so upset because they paid him bank to come over and, and shore up that. Hey lesson. man, what do you think's going to happen with Patrick in, uh, in, uh, Chicago? I don't know. Okay, wait, wait, yeah. right now, rapid fire question. You ready? And yes. I mean, don't think about it. I just want you to answer it as quick as you can. Okay. Yes. The team in the NFL with the worst record, who's it going to be this year? Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. The team in the NFL with the most amount of arrests, who's it going to be this year? The who? The Bears. They already started off. The I know. I was going to say the Bears too. They got a couple of boys that are doing bad already. I think Vegas is going to be tight as an arrow this year because they had two kids last year you know with the drunk driving and one of them killed another guy or whatever it was i can't remember the story exactly i mean everybody's already forgotten about him but um our special teams coach flipped that around for them at the end of the season yeah yeah i i don't think it'll be the cowboys simply because i think that the cowboys sweep a lot of stuff under the rug 
Well, so does Deshaun Watson count as a Brown now? So maybe the Browns. <laughs> I don't think he was ever technically a Brown this year. You know what I mean? Sign something. He, you know, he got a big fat paycheck. That's for sure. It's just going to determine on how many years in prison he goes. You know, I like you got to love the NFL, right? The NFL is like, we don't condone domestic violence. Any of this assault, sexual assault stuff. That's ridiculous. Terrible. $30 million. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, 24 uh, sexually assaulted there, 24 accusers, the 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 the, the NFL. And uh, we'll give him a year. Yeah. What? Rapid fire. Who's gonna lead the league in wide re- in yards? Wide receiver. Oh, that's gonna come out of um it won't be digs because I have digs in my fantasy. Rapid fire. That's a terrible question for rapid fire because my brain is just numb right now. You know what? I'm going to say who leads the league this year will be AJ Brown. So not Cooper cup. You don't think he'll repeat? Nope. I am Carla from California and this is Packers without borders with Bruce and Matt. Thank you for listening to Packers without borders. You can catch us on anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcast. And don't forget to follow us on patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on Public Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. So this is Jeremy from California. You're listening to Matt and Bruce. This is Packers Without Borders. Go Pack Go. Who's Who on the Packers is going to lead total Dogs. yards? No, total yards. Total, oh. total yards. Oh, well, that'll be Dylan. Over that'll Jones? Be Dylan. I yeah. So. I think Jones will be the workhorse, but Jones gets hurt a few times, and then when we get towards the end of the season, it gets cold. It's, hey, diddle, diddle, it's time for Dylan up the middle. Over under Aaron Rodgers four interceptions. Over. We got will rookie he, wide receivers running bad routes. Will he hit five hundred touchdowns before he hits? He needs seven interceptions, or I believe fifty-four touchdowns to hit mm. five hundred. So is he going to hit hundred interceptions or? Yes. yes. You think so? Uh, it's good. I think it's going to be an well, off year. I so, think he's going to have. I think he's going to have great numbers. But we're going to look at those interceptions this year. And remember, a lot of his interceptions are they popped off of somebody's hands, right? The wide receiver flipped it up into the air, right? We're going to have a lot of those, unfortunately, folks. We're going to have Christian Watson running the different route that he should run. We're going to have Dobbs doing an in instead of an out, a back shoulder instead of a. There's going to be a lot of those this year. Dude, really interesting. So um, Pack Daddy brought this up because remember we talked about this before about Aaron Rodgers and his accuracy with MVS because MVS is projecting as the one for KC. And you know what his catch percentage was? No. 96% of catches that were on target, 96%. The problem is that his actual catch percentage Whatever, like 
So the difference between on-target catching and just overall catching percentage was 46%, which means that Aaron Rodgers, 50% of the time, was throwing him a ball that was off-target. Do you think he's going to have trouble, that same trouble, connecting with Watson? Yeah. Me too, man. I'm concerned about that. Like that just the first thing my head went to is I've always defended MVS. I do. And we've talked about Aaron Rodgers and his accuracy with downfield throws. He is good. Like, like he's always throwing it in the little net in preseason. But when it comes down to gauging a guy's speed and finding him, 50% of the time he was off target with MVS. Catchable stuff, MVS 96% of the time he caught it. Watson is faster than MVS. Correct. Uh, and he overthrew him a bunch of times. He overthrew MVS a bunch of times. That was from not going to OTAs and all of that stuff. I mean, if he went to OTAs in spring camp as much as he should have, we wouldn't have seen that half as much. But it didn't get better towards the end of the season. That's the problem. Well, MVS well, MVS was hurt. Well, yeah, that's yeah. All right, let's be fair. Cool. Yeah. Man, just crazy stuff, dude. I we got a kind of another little mini announcement as well, right? So the podcast is going remote, but from the other side of the country, as opposed to me traveling around like a fucking jet setter, you, sir, are going to be posting pictures of beautiful sunsets and sunrises on the water. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. So we're going to leave here tomorrow, uh, probably about 10 or 11 a.m. So noon? You know? oh, hopefully. And uh, we got a we got a we got a big camper this year. It's got uh, three queen size beds. It has a couch. It has a living room. It has a stereo. It has a fridge, a freezer, stove, hot water tank, shower, uh, so you're bathroom. Glamping. You're glamping. Oh, buddy, buddy. Yes. And uh, the other day, Thursday, I ran my uh, other my smaller. It's like a pop up trailer. You know, it's like a little one of those little Vikings. It uh, you crank it and it. But pops the Vikings up. suck. Well, it, these Vikings make pretty good campers. Okay. Right? They, okay. They, they they got a lot of off season, right? Through that. So the off season starts for them in like December. So uh, when you crank it up, it pops up, and then you pull out the beds, and it's got two queen size beds, and you can turn the the kitchen into the dining table into another bed and it yep. had a little fridge that you could hold like half a liter of milk in, you know, that had a little sink that you could pump and it would, it, we never used any of that because it was just so mediocre that it mediocre that it was like mediocre. Next yeah. on, next on thesaurus with Matt, the, <clears throat> it was so mediocre that uh, we didn't bother using any of it. Right. Of course. But uh, so we, we, we ran that up on Thursday. And uh, so we've got that. We're going to set that up. And uh, I mean, everybody kind of comes and visits us. Right. So mm -hmm. I have friends of ours, uh, John and Sheila will be up on uh, uh, Wednesday and uh, they'll be with us uh, for, uh, I don't know, maybe one day, maybe a couple of days. Who knows? Right. They can stay as long as they, mm -hmm. they, they like the same music. They bring really good wine and he smokes a ton of weed. So him and I get along great. <coughs> and uh, 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 Sheila is a, uh, his, his wife is a uh, prison guard. So she, she could twist me in half. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, 
We'll be swimming. We'll be fishing. We'll be uh, hiking. We'll be uh, barbecuing, camping. We went to uh, Walmart tonight and uh, picked up our order for food. I've got uh, eight uh, 26ers of uh, Bullet Bourbon and uh, Southern Comfort. And Dude, Soko's terrible, man. I don't like and, uh That's a hangover uh, for sure. Like you're, uh, you're shooting for hangovers. You know what? The, the wife's got to drink something. That's and true. And then uh, I got uh, a 66er or, you know, a 66er of uh, Appleton rum. And uh, I've Wait, got, so a 66er, uh, is that what we call in Spanish uh, pata de elefante, like an elephant foot? Is it like the bigger, like kind of yeah, jug? Yeah, the thing? big, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. sucker should last you a week. It won't. The, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I got, I got Miller, Miller Lite. Uh, they, they come in, uh, ca uh, cases of 15, the cans. So I've got, I've got 10 cases, so 150 beers. So, uh, you know, so three nights. Be, yeah. Oh, oh. And so this is the rule up here, right? Like, uh, you went to a pot shop with me up here, right? So you can only, you can only have like so much at a time. It's ridiculous. I can go into the liquor mart and I can buy enough vodka to kill the kid, to kill a kindergarten, but I can't bring enough weed for, you know, 10 days to go to the lake that's ridiculous so what happens is is this is how we cheat the system so i walk in and then like 10 seconds later my wife walks in mm -hmm. and she stands behind me in line and then i place my order and then they put my order in the bag and i get the maximum amount i'm allowed to take and then my wife walks up and she goes i'll have that exact same thing and she pays <laughs> and we walk out now we went to like Selkirk because on in, in Selkirk, you were in Selkirk, right? Yep. Canalta, yeah. So uh, uh, when we were in Selkirk, uh, hashtag uh, Canalta is a sponsor. Thanks a lot, guys. So uh, they there's three different uh, pot shops that, and they are next door to each other. Mm -hmm. So we just went into the first one, out of the first one, put it in the truck, into the first one, out of the second one. It put it in the truck into the third one out of the third one put it in the truck so, so you can we, do it at each one it's just from one specific location what is it like 800 milligrams a day or whatever uh 30 full grams of weed in any assortment i don't know so an ounce in a bit an ounce in an eighth okay an ounce in an eighth right so but up here you can get ounces for like 70 bucks for really good weed. And that blew my mind because when I was, you know, before it was legal, we were paying 200, 250 an ounce. That's kind of what the standard was that you were paying for an ounce. And, uh, you know, if you heard, oh man, I got an ounce for 175. Who, where, well, what's the guy's number? I'm on my way, right? People would flock from the other side of the city at 175. And now they're like, yeah, so uh, this is an assortment of two dozen types of weed that we have all for under hundred dollars an ounce. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, Oh, baby. I'm like, which one do I want? Right. So we got a whole bunch of that. We got uh, tons of food. Now, here's a question for you. So legally carrying that with you, regardless of the amount that you carry, is there a, is there a maximum that you can carry at one time since you're going to be taking this all up at once? Technically. Okay. But. I mean, I'm not going to be in a penis vagina. No, nah, I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. The law is crazy. I mean, seriously, do they think I'm going to smoke all that stuff and then drive? I can't yes. smoke all that no, stuff. No, 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 drive. I gotta, but you're, you're yeah, definitely going to smoke it all. 
I draw, smoke all that stuff and sleep. I can do that. Smoke all that stuff and pass out, right? It's like when those scientists go, yes, you can overdose on weed. You need to eat three pounds of weed in an hour. And people go, see, I told you. And it's like, have you ever seen the size of a pound of weed? It is like the standard pillow. It's a brick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it is like a pillow. Like you lay your head on a pillow when you go to bed. Yeah. That's one. You need to eat three of those. You can't eat three of those. And you know how I know you can't eat three of those? Because I tried. And you can only get about like an ounce in. And you're like, this is disgusting. I can't be eating this stuff. And then like 20 minutes later, you're twisted. You're on the floor. You're talking to the ducks. You're messed, right? Like you're just, you can't, there's no way. There's no way. Oh, my, my, my I, I have a cousin and that cousin overdosed. Get, shut up. Don't. That's like those urban myths, right? You ever, do you guys ever have those urban myths in Oh, yeah, uh, we had El the Paso? chupacabra. Yeah, we had the chupacabra. No no, 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 This is the urban myth I'm talking about. Did you ever hear the story about how uh, this girl, it was a surprise party, and everybody was down in the basement. They were waiting for her to come home, and the lights were out and everything, and then she, they heard her come inside, and then she was messing around in the kitchen for a little while, and she was calling her dog, calling her dog, and then she comes downstairs, and she's got peanut butter in a very private spot, and she's calling the dog, and everybody turns on the light and says, you know, surprise, it's your birthday. You ever heard that story? No, I oh, genuinely have not. That is a myth. That is an urban myth that some dude back in the 80s, you know, smoked, smoked some fucking rubber cement or something. And he was like, you know, hey, you know what happened, man? What time I was at this surprise party? It was crazy. Right? There's so many of these urban myths that I, I love. When I hear them, like my staff are like 17, 18, 19, 20. When I hear them start telling these stories, I just laugh. And I'm like, yeah, so I heard that when I was your age, right? You know what we should probably do? Like little campfire stories. Like, so while you're up there, maybe we do like urban legend stories that we've heard from our different areas like that. That's pretty interesting because I had never heard that. When we have the chupacabra over here. <coughs> the chupacabra? You know what yeah. we have over here? Goat sucker. You know what we have over here? What? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't. Maybe no. the maybe the, the 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 cobra chickens, right? The Canadian cobra chickens. We have those. Oh, um, the Canadian cobra chickens. Good God! You know what those are? Those are the goose. You ever go to the Canada goose? You ever get up close to them? <laughs> oh yeah, they hit at you. They're evil, dude. Yeah. Well, those they're not afraid. afraid. Those are all geese. I used to have a Doberman and we would walk her by the lake. And one time it was the fall time and there was like a hundred geese. We came around the corner. I was like, oh shit. And she took off. Right. And I was like, oh crap. I hope she doesn't hurt one of these geese. And she was full tilt at this pile of geese. And all of a sudden three of them stood up and spread their way. And my dog stopped yeah. dead in the ground, turned around and just took off back it, to like, me. Fuck <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> I was attacked by a, a gaggle of geese at a golf course once like my ball was kind of close to the water. five times fast a gaggle of yeah, geese I mean, by a golf course yeah gaggle of geese gaggle. by the you can't gaggle of, by the golf course yeah that's a good ooh, mm. nice tongue twister mm, i like, like that. it's like rubber baby buggy bumper she sells vikings tickets by the seesaw <laughs> <laughs> she sells vikings tickets where you're an eyesore <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta watch out <laughs> people people are I, I got attacked my geese once, so I know exactly how violent those fuckers are. And I had a nine iron in my hand, and I was swinging that motherfucker like you guys because they were chasing me around. And I was like, "Fuck, they're this. they're crazy. They're, they're fast, crazy. Dude. 
They're yeah. crazy. They're up here, up here, because in the city and stuff, they're they're protected, right? So yeah. up here, up here, they'll they'll walk right across the highway and they'll just stare you down. Like, what are you gonna do, motherfucker? Exactly. <laughs> You're like, so you, you know, you know what evil, you know what uh, evil chickens lay, right? What's that? Doubled eggs. Oh, you know what joke? Oh, I can't even tell it. Knock oh. knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel who? Nobel. So I just knocked. Knock knock. Who's there? Yodelahi. Yodelahi who? <laughs> That's a very good yodel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> Orange. Oh, aren't you glad I didn't say orange again? <laughs> no, I was gonna say aren't you glad we're doing the podcast on on a Friday night? Right. I like I like uh, I always tell my son, oh I gotta get I got a good knock talk joke. I go, yeah, you start. Yep. And then and they goes, just stare at you. He goes, he goes, knock knock, and I go, who's there? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting <laughs> cow. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, do we want to let people in on our secret that that the helicopter? What? No. No. That's for Patreon only. Okay. All right. Patreon. It's taking you places. So, are are we allowed to say Audible? Please click click on the Audible backslash Packers Without Borders. Try, just take a look. You don't even have to sign up for the 30-day trial, guys. I'm telling you. You don't have to put in your credit card. You don't have to put in your email address, nothing. You just push your little finger on that link, just like you accidentally hit that OnlyFans that one time. Click that only, that that Audible link, that Packers Without Borders, ching. That's it. AudibleTrial.com slash Packers Without Borders. And if you do try, which honestly it is a good service, and you try to just, just, Give it a little test run. Give it the 30-day look-see. And if you don't like it, you can cancel. But if you want to keep going, stay on Audible. Audible's good. The books are fantastic. I don't know if Audible's going to enjoy uh, us posting this. <laughs> Audible loves us. Audible loves us. Audible loves us because we love enough. Audible. Yeah, we, we love, love Audible. Audible. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget about our Patreon too. You can get right on there and uh, enter to win a seven day stay in Bruce's garage. For sure. Yeah. It's only 107 degrees outside. Yeah. You, no, you'll like no, it. No AC. The alternate is my garage, but it's January. So, yeah. you know, you take your pick. <laughs> it sucks either way. You just squat in our garage. Yeah, you just squat. We'll we'll give you a bucket. <laughs> ah, terrible, terrible. Okay, You're all over the place today, buddy. All over the place, man. Great. All over the place. There's not much to talk about other than what's going on in the world, right? Like, what are we up to, right? So, yeah. so I think we should end with a dirty joke. We do, and just a reminder: I am breaking down the Bears and the vikings and the lions all that good stuff we already did that right we did the bears i've got the vikings to go and i've got the lions crunching the numbers breaking that down so we'll, we will continue to do that i'm just kind of spreading it out because honestly i'm just you know there's yeah. it, we're, we're, we're treading we're, water here folks you know, yeah we're, we're treading water we're gonna take yeah. our time. we're treading water here folks we're biding our time 
Okay, so you got a dirty joke or you want me to do a dirty joke? Carla, quick, decide. <laughs> Go. Okay, what kind of dirty joke should I do today? Okay. Okay, here we go. I got a good one. Okay. So, oh, I, I don't know if I can even say this one. This one's pretty bad. I'll Hold do on. it. Explicit. Explicit. Andy, earmuff the kids. Okay. So, this really dumb guy goes into a house of ill repute, right? And he says, uh, says to the lady, he says, hey, uh, what can I get for $75? And the lady says, well, you can get missionary, you can get doggy, or you can get 69 The dumb guy, he stands there for a minute, and he goes, what, what, what's missionary? And she goes, well, that's where you're on top or I'm on top. He goes, oh, okay. Well, what's doggy? She goes, that's where you're from behind. He goes, oh. And what's 69 She goes, that's where, you know, we, we eat each other. He goes, oh, uh, let's try that. So uh, he starts getting into it, right? And she climbs on top of him and they get into it. And all of a sudden she lets out a little fart, right? And he's like, what, uh, what the hell? Well, he keeps going like a trooper, right? A couple minutes later, she lets out another little fart and he goes, all right, lady, I can't take 67 more of these. Don't forget Mailbag Monday. If you've got any questions for us for Mailbag Monday, you can send them to us at PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. That's all one word, PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. Don't forget, you can also DM us on Twitter at BordersPackers, PackersWithoutBorders, or our Facebook page, Packers without borders have i said packers without borders have i said that once i don't know but we're also on patreon please shoot us a dollar five dollar ten dollar seven dollar don't matter how much dollar you want to give us a dollar on the <laughs> patreon.com slash packers without borders <laughs> that was that, that was my auctioneer voice what are you talking was about was that your auctioneer yeah one dollar two dollar we got three dollars yeah. oh, i thought you were giving it like some kind of redneck uh uh accent no. <laughs> like people in tennessee right now are standing around on hay bales going what the hell was that not on purpose <laughs> those damn tennessee people <laughs> they're ruining the country don't you know tennessee whiskey is a good song now actually tennessee whiskey i like tennessee sipping whiskey jack daniels if you know him as well as i do he lets you call him dave okay <laughs> and that's it peace go pack go this has been packers without borders try and be kind to one another try and love each other and go pack go esto ha sido empacadores sin fronteras no se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. He's are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out because we got a run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Eastbound and down. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? 
We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit 